Coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, no announcement has been made as of yet when it comes to the GM and the head coach, but that's as of yet. That plus a whole lot more comes up on Tuesday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, January 16th, 2024. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. Welcome here, Raider Nation, to another edition of the Lockdown Raiders Podcast. Thank you so much for making the show your first listen of the day. Make sure you subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. To get the latest edition of the show as soon as it becomes available, as always, if you're checking us out on YouTube, thank you. We appreciate that. The show has grown in a major way, and that's because of you and because of my man, Ari. Ari does a great job each and every day making sure we're on YouTube, we're looking good, and we're sounding good. So check him out on Twitter, at Ari Produces. You can hit me up as well, at your boy Q254. And we got the Lockdown Raider Podcast voicemail line at 707-654-4693. Hopefully everyone had a really good Martin Luther King Day. If you had the day off and were able to hang out at home and uh, enjoy the day with your family, or if you had to go to work, or maybe a combination of the two, uh, however you celebrated, hopefully you were able to, like I said, get a little bit of R&R and enjoy your day. Got a lot coming up on today's show. Your calls and texts will come up in segment number three of today's show, uh, 707-654-4693. Been getting a ton of feedback, and of course, it's all related to Champ Kelly, Antonio Pierce, who's going to be the next GM, who's going to be the next head coach. A lot of those conversations coming up in segment number three. Segment number two, Guess who made an appearance at the Martin Luther King Day Parade here in Las Vegas? Antonio Pierce, Champ Kelly, Richard Seymour. We'll talk about that in segment number two, plus a rumored potential offensive coordinator if AP does get the head coaching job. All that comes up in segment number two of the show. Here in segment number one, I'd like to give you the news and notes of the day, and of course, that's all centered around coaching search as well. Before we get to that, though, I'll tell you about the title sponsor of the show, which is LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the qualified candidate you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, again, hopefully you had a really good Martin Luther King Day. On Monday's show, I let it be known who the panel was that's actually going through the process of searching for the next GM and head coach. And if you missed that, it's owner Mark Davis, President Sandra Douglas Morgan, board member Larry Delson, Senior Vice President, Director of Football Administration Tom Delaney, and advisor Ken Harrock, and then former player Richard Seymour. And it's funny. I saw so many people, this is the only reason I bring it back up on today's show, saw so many people with pushback over Richard Seymour. I don't understand why he was he's so disliked or there's so much like, why is he involved? I understand it's not Charles Woodson. I understand it's not Tom Brady. I understand it's not some of the great uh, Raiders of all time. I get that, but... Uh, Richard Seymour, I mean, he's a hell of a player. He's a Hall of Famer. They say once a Raider, always a Raider, right? I mean, that's the saying. And it's just, it's weird to see as much pushback as uh, I've seen. And, you know, as I mentioned on uh, er earlier in the show, that at the Martin Luther King Day Parade on Monday here in Las Vegas, Richard Seymour, Champ Kelly, and Antonio Pierce were all there together. So clearly, Richard Seymour, what I really could appreciate is the fact that he's embraced the Raiders. He's embraced Raider Nation. We know the majority of his career was the Patriots. He won with the Patriots. I get that. But he's been at Allegiant Stadium a lot. He represents. He was in the locker room following that uh, that December 18th victory against the Denver Broncos. Not December, that week 18th, sued me. Victory against the Denver Broncos. Uh, celebrating there, getting, you know, talking to the players in the locker room. Clearly, he's embracing the Raiders, and I'm not, too, too, I'm not really understanding 
why a lot of Raider Nation is not embracing Richard Seymour, but he's definitely part of the mix. As far as interviews and what's the latest and the greatest when it comes to the GM and the head coach search, I thought that there was a great chance on Monday it was going to be announced that whoever the new GM was going to be, and I expected it to be Champ Kelly. It did not happen, and it has not happened as of yet, but that's as of yet. I feel like it can happen really at any time. Uh, We know that Leslie Frazier, the former Vikings head coach and latest uh, Buffalo Bills defensive coordinator, that's the last job he had, he's coming in today to interview for the head coaching job with the Silver and Black. I was assuming that the, the GM would be there in attendance. The GM would already be announced so he could be a part of the interview process. So that's why I really did believe that it was going to be announced on Monday. It did not. But on Monday, the Raiders did bring in Champ Kelly for a follow-up GM interview. This is according to Vic Tafer and Tashawn Reed from The Athletic. Also, Antonio Pierce was interviewed for the head coaching position today, and that was on Monday. And, of course, they can do that because uh, Antonio Pierce is is still under contract with the Silver and Black, so they can't do in-persons with other other coordinators or other coaches that are part of teams right now, but they can with their own. So that's why they did that with Antonio Pierce. Also, Tashawn Reed goes on to say, I'm told the Raiders are still considering Colts assistant GM Ed Dodds as a candidate for their vacant GM role. He interviewed on Friday. Doesn't seem that owner Mark Davis has made a decision just yet. And the intriguing part to me about the Ed Dodds situation is I really think that there's a chance that maybe he ends up being that that uh, the, the, the head of football operations. For some reason, I feel like Champ Kelly is going to get the GM job, but Ed Dodds, a guy that they interviewed before for the open GM job, a, a, a guy that they really like a lot. I know Mark Davis likes him a lot. I feel like he might potentially be that guy, that head of football operations. So, again, don't know exactly when they're going to announce the GM, who that GM is going to be, but I do feel like because Mark Davis brought up the head of football operations that the Raiders probably need that guy that that potentially could be Ed Dodd. So that's just my gut feeling. I don't know if that's correct. I tell you it all the time. Sometimes that's my gut feeling, and sometimes it's correct, and sometimes it's gas. So we'll see one way or the other. But I just, again, gut feeling tells me that uh, Ed Dodds is going to end up getting that job. Champ Kelly is going to be announced as the GM, and then they're going to go forward with the head coaching search again. Vikings, former Vikings head coach Leslie Frazier will be in uh, today visiting with the Raiders and interviewing for the head coaching job. And they still need to have an in-person visit with another minority or woman or both uh, for that, the, the Rooney rule to, you know, to check that box, check that box of the Rooney rule. I don't know who they're going to get for that, but you know, they've got to make sure that they do everything, the proper channels. They got to follow that, uh, you know, just again, to to satisfy uh, the Rooney rule. As far as defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham, he's continuing to get more, Attention, the Seattle Seahawks have requested an interview with him for their open head coaching job. So that is going to be the second time that he's interviewed for a head coaching job. He interviewed earlier with the Chargers. Now he's getting the love with the Seahawks. And again, I go back to Leslie Frazier. If for some reason Patrick Graham gets a head coaching job and is not with back with the Raiders next year, Leslie Frazier is a guy I could totally see getting the defensive coordinator position because he's a hell of a defensive coordinator. I wouldn't say that he's a hell of a head coach, but I say he's a hell of a def- defensive coordinator. And I think he could really do some good things with the Raiders defense, especially since there's some really quality players already on the defensive side of the ball. So I would continue to pay attention and look out for Leslie Frazier if they lose Patrick Graham. If the Raiders somehow lose him to a head coaching job or uh, whenever the head coach is announced, if they decide not to bring him back, Leslie Frazier is a guy I would not be surprised or shocked at all if he ends up being the defensive coordinator for the silver and black. Now, 
Real quick, I wanted to go over the Raiders' opponents in 2024, and this actually rolled out on Friday, and I didn't get a chance to get to it on Monday's show. And I know a lot of people have already gone through the math and the, you know, and kind of the geometry problem that they have to figure out exactly who the opponents were going to be. But the NFL made it official on uh, on Friday for the Raiders. All the home games will be Denver, Kansas City, L.A., the Chargers. Obviously, that's something that we already know. It's every year. But also the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers, the Cleveland Browns, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. As far as the away games, again, Denver, Kansas City, and the Chargers. But the away games also will include the Baltimore Ravens, the Cincinnati Bengals, the New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Miami Dolphins, and the L.A. Rams. So as you could tell, and of course, you know, it's hard to say what games are going to be the tough ones because teams turn over every single year and what team looks like they're not very good could be good. And some teams that you think are going to be really good might not be that good. But just looking at it right now, given the teams that we know and what they are right now and currently were in this past season, it's a pretty salty little schedule that the Raiders are going to have. Now, we don't know what the order of the games are going to be, obviously, but we know who the home games are and who the away games. Again, uh, home games, uh, the extra ones, Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers, and Jacksonville Jaguars. Away games, the Ravens, the Bengals, the Saints, the Buccaneers, the Dolphins, and the L.A. Rams. So there you go. That's the Raiders' schedule for or at least the scheduled teams for 2024 coming up in segment number two of today's locked on Raiders podcast the support for Antonio Pierce comes from all over we'll hear from Antonio Pierce as he was at the Martin Luther King Day parade here in Las Vegas along with Richard Seymour and Champ Kelly and might have just given us a clue as to what's coming next for him and the head coaching search that's coming up next here on the locked on Raiders podcast We'll get to that after I tell you about the title sponsor of the show, which is LinkedIn Jobs. And at the start of the new year, every single small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? Well, LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround your team yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion, with a B, professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. You know how difficult that is? I've been part of the job hiring process. That is not easy to find qualified candidates within 24 hours. It's why small businesses rank LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is quick and easy. Right now, all you got to do is post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we go. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Want to let you hear from Antonio Pierce. He actually met with the local TV station at the Martin Luther King Day Parade on Monday here in Las Vegas with Justin Hinton and company, again from Channel 13. And uh, just really cool to see the Raiders out there. They had a float there in the parade. Richard Seymour, Champ Kelly, Antonio Pierce were all there. And, you know, ever since Antonio Pierce has been the interim head coach for the Silver and Black, he's been all over the community, whether it's at Allegiance 
Lincoln Stadium for, you know, the Mountain West Championship game, uh, whether it's showing up to different games at Allegiant Stadium or just being a presence in the community. It's something that he's really taken seriously. He's embraced the Las Vegas uh, community. He's embraced the, the lifestyle here. He's obviously embraced the Raider Nation, you know, and obviously always out representing the Raiders, always have his Raider jackets on, his Raider swag on. I mean, just is loving every single minute of being a Raider. I think it's awesome. I thought it was great to see Richard Seymour, Champ Kelly, and Antonio Pierce all on the float together representing the Raiders. And I'll say that before we even get into what Antonio Pierce had to say. You roll those three guys out there and put them on, a, on the Raiders float that's in the, the Martin Luther King Day Parade on January 15th. It's really hard not to go with those guys to hire them at the full-time position, right? I'm not saying it's, it's impossible. I'm not saying you couldn't do it. But, man, that's a cold piece of work, right? You know, you roll me out there, and you got me representing and holding it down for your, you know, for your franchise, and then all of a sudden the next week you're like, yeah, Q, that was great, but we're not going to hire you as a head coach. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a tough pill to swallow, and even the GM for Champ Kelly uh, to do that, that would be a tough pill to swallow. So, it, to me, it feels like that it's a no-brainer that Champ Kelly is going to get hired, Antonio Pierce is going to get hired, and then they're going to put some pieces around AP as far as you know his staff, uh, offensive side of the ball for sure. Defense might look a lot like it looked uh, a year ago, but the offensive side I, I think will take a big-time makeover. But if that wasn't enough of what I think is a clue and a hint of what's to come sooner rather than later, and who knows by the time you're listening to this, it might already be announced that Champ Kelly is the Raiders' GM, and then they'll go into – the head coaching search. Like, I don't expect uh, Antonio Pierce to be named the head coach anytime soon. I'm actually expecting that to happen, like, next week. But I do believe Champ Kelly to be named the GM will happen sooner rather than later. But Antonio Pierce had an opportunity to sit down with Channel 13 at the Martin Luther King Day Parade here in Vegas, and I thought he gave us plenty of clues, dropped plenty of breadcrumbs, brought a, dropped plenty of nuggets of to what's coming soon for the Silver and Black. Check it out. How are you feeling being here right now? This feels good. It's almost like game day. It's almost got a game day environment. You know, the crowd, you got the cheerleaders, you got some future Raiderettes right there. How are you feeling being here right now? This feels good. It's almost like game day. It's almost got a game day environment. You know, the crowd, you got the cheerleaders, you got some future Raiderettes right there. Yeah, I'm just passing this. I mean, great opportunity and just humbled and honored to be here with you. Uh, second year, right? That's live. That's yeah. great. This is the 42nd year for the Martin Luther King Parade. And obviously, I mean, what does it mean for people like myself having a dream, being grateful, equality, opportunity? A black interim head coach having a black interim GM and the black uh, president of team operations. So tell me a little bit about what this progress has meant to you in terms of the Raiders organization this year. Well, I think hats off to Mr. Davis. Um, obviously, his father, Al, really set the tone in the National Football League, AFL back then of breaking barriers, and we did it again this year with Sandra Douglas Morgan, Champ Kelly, and myself. First team to have a president, GM, and interim head coach uh, in that position, and it's just powerful. I think it, it speaks for everything that we're seeing today for these kids out here. I was that, that kid at one time dreaming of that opportunity, that which we just talked about, but more importantly, placing yourself in that position. And then when you get that opportunity to make the most out of it, and then to really just reflect and appreciate what has happened before you and how, I'm, how am I in this opportunity, right? How's Antonio Pierce? Well, it's because of a gentleman like Martin Luther King and people before me. And then you even look at our organization, Art Shell, first black African-American head coach in Raiders history. So it's a dream. I don't want to pinch myself yet until it becomes official and we put a stamp on this bad boy, but uh, very humbled and honored. You talk to a lot of people in this community wanting that interim to go from permanent. How does that make you feel with so many people are rallying behind you? Just the support. I mean, obviously it starts within our building, from our players to our coaches, within our organization. But then when you see the community and then 
to be a part of it, right? I'm about to walk down the street. I'm going to pass y'all in a minute when I go back on that golf cart. <laughs> I'm going to walk this whatever is a mile or two-mile stretch and just, just be a part of it because that's what it's about, you know, giving back to the community, the fan base. I always look at it like what I was that I was that little child right there. I was that boy that I'm looking at right here across from me, the, the blue hoodie with the earphones on. That was me like saying, wow, I want to be that person one day. I want to sit in a chair like this. I want to be like you, right? Well, maybe I want to be like Antonio Pierce, but the support that I've gotten from Las Vegas, the community, obviously nationwide has been tremendous and obviously it's, it's a credit to our staff and our players so you know he's talking about embracing the opportunity loving the opportunity it's a dream come true and you know doesn't want to get too excited and fired up about it until it's signed sealed and delivered right and to me it just seems like okay that's that's just waiting for the the ink to dry on the contract whenever they roll the contract out and he signs everything up i mean if if that's not dropping a clue i don't know what is and again i could be totally off but just based off that two minutes, two in, two minutes and 30 seconds of what Antonio Pierce was saying, uh, you know, to, to the, the news station there, Channel 13, uh, made it really feel like that it's almost a foregone conclusion that he's going to be the head coach. Of course, it's all got to, you know, become official, but that's about as official as you can get. I also love the fact that he was talking about being a little boy and looking up to, you know, people uh, like the news guys and looking up to, you know, football players and, you know, being at the parade and embracing it. Again, embracing the community, I do think is a big deal. I really do. I mean, here in Las Vegas, I t- say it all the time, the Golden Knights are the number one team here in Las Vegas. And they'll probably always be the number one team since they were actually born here, right? The Vegas Golden Knights, uh, they, 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 uh, they came to be here in, in, in Las Vegas. So they'll probably always be the number one team. But just for a guy like Antonio Pierce to be out and about and really embracing the community and, and you know, putting the, the silver and black in front of everyone, I would say that no one could advertise better for you than you. Right. I mean, that's why I always wear, uh, you know, Raider Nation Radio 920 logos, uh, my shirts, my collar shirts and my my hoodies and my jackets and everything. I always wear that around town because no one's ever going to promote for the radio station more than me. Right. I mean, it's just that's that that's a conversation starter, everything. So when Antonio Pierce is around town and he's representing for the Raiders, that's just getting more deeper and deeper involved in the community. I think that is a really big deal. But there's a lot of support. For Antonio Pierce, as you know, I mean, I've been supporting him and thinking he should be the head coach for quite a while now. Uh, Obviously, the fan base, the majority of the fan base believes Antonio Pierce should be the head coach. There's some that don't, and that's fine. I get it. You know, everyone doesn't have to be on the same page. But Ice Cube was on Pat McAfee's show on ESPN. I thought it was really cool uh, him talking about Antonio Pierce and uh, who he was going to make a call to. Check it out. Here's Ice Cube on the Pat McAfee show on Monday. Raiders obviously going through another transition, a little turnover. Do you have any thoughts on it all? Max Crosby's come out and said, AP's the coach. I don't even know what we're talking about. Everybody else has said the same exact thing. Do you agree? How do you feel about where the Raiders are right now? I agree. You know, I think we need to hire AP. Um, you know, when it comes to the NFL, you know, the athletes are, are pretty pretty even, you know, at the end of the day. And you know, you need somebody that the players listen to, who, who they'll play for, run through a brick wall for. And when you find that, you can't let it go. And um, the Raiders have that in AP. You know, they really want to play for, for this guy. And um, – you got you to gotta respect it and let, let's roll with it, man. What are we waiting on? Yeah, Mark Davis seems like the perfect guy to have the only coach that has two stud earrings, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think the Raiders, yeah. that is how the Raiders are supposed <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, and operate. he drive, he drive a 6'4 lowrider to the game. You know what I mean? It's like Raider Nation to the 10th power. It feels like everybody's on the same page, Mark. Let's go ahead and get that yeah, done. Come on. Let's get that one done. Go ahead, AJ. On. I, I'll call him up. Maybe I can, you know yeah. what I mean, convince him that. 
you know, as president of the Raider Nation, um, mm. I approve this message. <laughs> I thought that, that was pretty cool. I just wanted to bring that to the table just because we know Ice Cube's uh, always at Allegiant Stadium sitting in the, you know, the club suites and uh, got his uh, season tickets, always representing there. And he said, I'll just call Mark Davis to get this thing sped up. But again, just the uh, support all across. And look, I'm, I do ESPN National uh, every single night, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. on uh, uh, Pacific Time on game night on ESPN Radio. And I mean, everybody that I talk to, uh, anyone who's anyone is always, man, Antonio Pierce needs to be the guy. Antonio Pierce needs to be the guy. It doesn't matter if I talk to, like, Coach Herm Edwards, if I talk to Chris Can- uh, Canty, if I talk to, you know, Brandon Jacobs, uh, just all kind of different people. You know, from, like I said, from all different walks of life, everyone's like, yeah, that's a no-brainer. That guy's earned the job. And also, that's just what these teams are looking for now. There's a reason why he's got, you know, multiple interview requests, right? I mean, he's got an interview request. He already did his interview with the Titans. He's got another one uh, with the Falcons coming up. I mean, there's there's – they're, they're asking for his his services. They're asking to interview him, and it's not just a Rooney Rule interview. They really are intrigued by Antonio Pierce, by what he was able to do with the Raiders, and he put that leadership skills on display. And you see what Dan Campbell did in Detroit. I keep going back to, to them, right? They, they're playing the divisional round of the playoffs now. They're going to be hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next week, right, in the divisional round. I mean, you want to see uh, a fan base in a city that's super excited about their football team. How about Detroit? Or you don't want to look at Detroit? Okay, how about Houston? I bring up D'Amico Ryans and what he was able to do. First time in NFL history, a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback has punched their ticket, you know, win win the division, and then punched their ticket to the divisional round after they picked up a big victory over the past weekend. So they're going to be playing Baltimore. That's going to obviously be a tough one out. But that's another great example of leadership, defensive-minded head coach, and a, a dynamic quarterback, right? Dan Campbell. Uh, he's a he's a not a defensive minded coach, but he's got that great leadership from being a former player player. He was a tight end uh, in the league. Uh, you know, he's got a quarterback that he believes in. I'm not saying he's Jared Goff's a super dynamic quarterback, but he's a quarterback that he believes in. And as he told him when he threw him a game ball, hey, you're perfect for Detroit. Right. He, he brings everything to the table. And that's similar to what Antonio Pierce is doing. So it just to me, it feels like it makes all too much sense. And so, of course, as I've mentioned many times that I think that the offensive side of the ball will get a makeover, uh, Colin Cowherd from the herd, right? Uh, he, he put it out there that he has heard from a source. And look, this is just passing conversation. He says from a source that Cliff Kingsbury is a strong candidate to be Antonio Pierce's offensive coordinator. If the Raiders do in fact hire Antonio Pierce. And of course, Cliff Kingsbury is a very sharp offensive mind. Uh, he wasn't a very good head coach at Texas tech. Wasn't a very good head coach with the Arizona Cardinals, but he is a really good, I think, play caller. I think he has a very uh, creative playbook. Uh, you, you've seen the different uh, quarterbacks that have come from his system. Of course, Patrick Mahomes at, at, uh, at uh, Texas Tech when he was there, he was a hell of a quarterback, even though he didn't win a whole lot of games. That's the reason why he dropped to number 10. Uh, and Most recently, he's worked with Caleb Williams. Uh, I don't know if that means that the Raiders would target Caleb Williams. If they would try to target Jaden Daniels to get Caleb, you're going to have to go all the way up to number one. He has declared for the NFL. Uh, he did that on Monday. Jaden Daniels already did that. Those are my two favorite quarterbacks in this upcoming draft, and it's going to take a lot for the Raiders to get up from 13 to wherever to get those guys. But, you know, if they feel in their heart that that's who they want and that's who they need, they'll find a way to go get it. But uh, there you go. According to Colin Cowherd, and again, it's just – a conversation it rolled out on Monday. He believes Cliff Kingsbury, from what he's heard, is a strong candidate to be the offensive coordinator. And I would not be mad at that at all because I do know Cliff is a very creative play caller uh, and he has a, a very updated playbook. And I think that's what the Raiders need, a dynamic quarterback with an updated dynamic quarterback uh, behind center. So that's 
That's just me. But I thought that was some interesting sound uh, right there, not only from Antonio Pierce, but Ice Cube, and, of course, the update on who the potential offensive coordinator could be, uh, maybe Cliff Kingsbury, according to Colin Cowherd. Coming up in segment number three, your calls and texts straight off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693 here on the Locked On Raiders podcast. Before we get to that, though, I do want to tell you about FanDuel. And, well, we're heading into the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, right? It's getting down to the wire. Finally, sooner rather than later, we're going to know who's playing here in Vegas for Super Bowl 58. But, it's still, it's never too late to get in on the action with FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app, super easy to use. There's so many different ways to bet. Like, you can do same-game parlays. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. It's the best way to find popular parlays, uh, find bets in a new Explore tab, and, and a whole lot more, right? They've got the spreads, the over-unders, player prop bets, whatever you could imagine, they have. All you got to do is visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make your first bet a layup with FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. I also want to tell you about Jace Medical and the Jace case. And, you know, I know we always come to sports to escape from the crazy realities of real life, right? But we could talk for a minute about preparing for real life. Uh, we have to do it all the time. And according to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade, which could be scary, right? Can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if a significant other, a child of yours, or somebody that you really know really closely uh, gets sick and there's a supply chain issue that's keeping them from getting their life-saving medication that they need. Well, thankfully, everybody should be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us, and it does. Visit jacemedical.com, complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared for than today. Go to jacemedical.com. That's jacemedical.com. Use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Your calls and texts draft that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. Let's start things off with Raider Duck in Oregon. He's calling to talk about the Max Crosby situation, understands it from a point of view of a guy who's dealt with that type of situation before. He'll explain why. Here's Raider Duck in Oregon. Hey, what up, Q? This is Raider Duck, hailing from Oregon. Uh, so the whole Mad Max Crosby situation... You know, I'm a big Blazers fan, Portland Trail Blazers fan. And Damian Miller, man, he stuck around. He went through all kinds of stuff. We never built anything around him. And, you know, once it came down to it and he wanted to go somewhere else, I didn't have no problem with it. Uh, you know, it hurt, but I'll still wear his jersey when I go to a Portland game. Uh, and, you know, Max Crosby, he's one of my favorite Raiders of all time in the short period of time he's been here. Him and Charles Woodson are definitely in the top three. Uh, and, you know, he has every right to feel the way he does if we don't stick with AP. I think I was the last person, one of the last people to get on the AP train. I think I'm there now. Uh, I just don't think we can afford to lose all of our players like that and afford to lose Max Crosby. I don't want to see another one of my favorite players go to a different team and me not have to be upset about it. I mean, it's not like he's doing anything wrong. He's just standing on what he believes in. 
So I don't know. That's just my two cents. Thanks. Thanks for doing the show every day, Q. Appreciate you. Raider Duck out. Thank you for the call, my man. And yeah, I don't begrudge Mad Max at all. Right. You know, and, and again, like I mentioned on Monday's show, I don't see it being a problem at all. One, I think Antonio Pierce is going to get the head coaching job anyway, but even if he doesn't, I don't see it being a problem. He just said that, you know, everything is on the table. He never said I'm going to demand a trade, even though a lot of people turned it into that kind of conversation. I just think it's a guy who's frustrated, wants to win, and is frustrated with the consistent turnover at the head coaching position, and I don't blame him. That gets old, right? At some point, you, you sit back as an employee and you say, wait a minute, hold on. If everyone keeps, if this door keeps rotating, at the, the top of the food chain, what's, what is really going on here? And obviously in the NFL, it's not enough winning. But, you know, just even in, in just regular day life, like if you're trying to go get a job and you see that the, the main boss or the main manager, they keep changing, changing people all the time. Like every year it's a new person, new person, new person. At some point before you take that job, you're going to say, wait, hold on. Is there stability here? What's going on here? So it's the same thing in the NFL. Right. I mean, these guys want to have consistency. They want to have stability. They want to have an opportunity to win games. And so I understand where Max is coming from. But like I said, I don't think it's going to be a problem. And I really do believe everything's going to get worked out sooner rather than later. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you. Up next, got a text from Bigfoot Raider says, yo, Q, Bigfoot Raider just sitting here realizing that Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler brought in Antonio Pierce. Not everything that did was was bad as much as I don't like them. Also, thinking back on the season, they should have let Chandler Jones go like they did Marcus Peters because he was such a disappointment. Max Crosby is all in on Antonio Pierce. Request a trade. If not, I love it. That's from Bigfoot Raider. Thanks so much. And, yeah, Max Crosby didn't say he was going to request a trade. He just said that everything is on the table. He didn't say that he wouldn't request a trade. He just said that all things are on the table. So there is a difference. But, um, yeah, there's, it's funny. I, I'm glad you brought up McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. There's a lot of things that was done that was good under Ziegler and McDaniel's watch. Antonio Pierce being one of them, right? They hired Patrick Graham. Patrick Graham brought in Antonio Pierce. They are familiar with each other. He brought in AP. AP might end up being the Raiders head coach for years to come. That's a good thing. Dave Ziegler brought in Robert Spillane. That obviously was a good thing, right? I mean, there's there's guys that developed uh, under this this staff. Like, there's guys that, that produce. Hell, I mean, Dylan Parham. Like, I mean, he, he, he produced, right? He had to go and play center for a little bit for Andre James. We knew that he could play any position in the interior. He did well. Thayer Munford developed to play left tackle when Colton Miller was out. That was the guy that Dave Ziegler drafted in the seventh round out of Ohio State, right? I mean, there's Aiden O'Connell, the fourth-round pick. He played the last nine games of the season, and he got better as the season went along. I mean, there was a lot of young guys that were actually stepping up and playing for the Raiders. Zamir White, remember, that was a fourth-round pick from, from Dave Ziegler. He picked him. So, I mean, everything wasn't bad, you know, and, and bringing in Patrick Graham clearly was good because he got the defense humming. So, I mean, there, there were things that were glaring that was bad, like not enough wins. That's obvious. And plus just the, the, the cloud, the dark cloud that was over the organization while Josh McDaniels was still the head coach. I, I, again, I don't put a lot of this on Dave Ziegler. I think he's just collateral damage because he was, you know, he was tied at the hip with Josh McDaniels. But I think that, that Ziegler did a good job on a lot of things, including the, the, the salary cap, right? And, and, and the Raiders, the way that their, their, their books are shaped up, they've got a lot of cash. Not, they don't necessarily have the most cap space. And, of course, they're going to take a hit depending on what they do with Jimmy G. I'm sure they'll split up that, that dead money between two years. But just physical cash, 
they have a lot which can allow them to go out and be big-time players in free agency if they want to, to have that upfront cash. That was something that my guy Vinny Bonsignor pointed out. So if they want to be players this free agency and want to go get a big-ticket guy like, say, a Chris Jones, I'll just throw him out there just for S's and giggles, they'll have the ability to do it. So I think that Dave Ziegler did some really good things. I actually texted him. What was it? Oh, right after, was it week 18? Yeah, I think it was after the week 18 game against Denver. I actually texted him, and I was like, hey, man, uh, just wanted to shout you out. There's there's some guys that you brought in that are really performing. And he texted me back and was like, yeah, not bad for a year and a half, right? And I know he didn't like getting fired. Nobody does, but uh, you got to give him credit for some of the acquisitions that he was able to bring in. And I like what you said, Bigfoot Raider, when it comes to Antonio Pierce. He's potentially going to be the next head coach of the Raiders and maybe that guy for a long time if he's able to build off what he did in the final nine games in 10 weeks of the season. Thanks so much for that text. I appreciate you. Up next, got a call from Billy Bear Raider 53 in Canada. He's calling to talk about AP and gives the reasons why he has to be the guy for the silver and black. Here he is, Billy Bear Raider 53 out of Canada. Hey, Q. Just giving you a call. This is uh, Billy Bear Raider 53. Up in Canada, you have a lot of podcast followers here in Canada. A big following by the, Ra- the Raider Nation. AP has to be our coach. I've been following the Raiders since 67. The reason he should be a coach, Graham's defense was Graham's defense until he took over. And he ignited a fire under those guys. So Graham deserves a lot for picking guys and putting them in positions. But AP's got them flying all over the field. Secondly, the Raider Nation fan base wants a Raider identity, not some other team's vision of the future. We want passionate football, run the ball, protect the ball, and play good defense. Take shots down the field. AP has done something for our fan base that we haven't seen around here in 30 years. So I think that uh, Mark Davis did a good job of of uh, hiring uh, minorities in the front office. And now we've got a young black coach and a young black GM. And most of the players in the league respond to these guys. They don't want to be treated like children, like old man coaching. This is the wave of the future for the NFL. And we have a chance here to be ahead of everybody else. So let's get with it. Bring AP on board. I'm booking my flight to Vegas, baby. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. Appreciate the support there in Canada. That's awesome. And I'm with you 100%, man. I believe what the Raiders are looking for and needing, and clearly other teams are as well, is what AP brings to the table, right? I mean, there's there's the, the best examples, and I said it earlier in segment number two, of what AP could potentially do, in my opinion, are what the Texans are doing under D'Amico Ryans, what the Lions are doing under Dan Campbell, those kind of dudes, right? Mike Vrabel in Tennessee. I know he got fired, but he still had that kind of connection. He's able to do that, connect with his players and, and, and get the most out of them. Just, again, I feel like that that style of coach is what every team is looking for these days. Now, there's some that are, you know, looking for that offensive guru like a Mike McDaniel in Miami where it's, you know, that just super creative mind. I get that. You know, maybe the, you know, the, the, the Ben Johnson's from Detroit, you know, he's going to be a guy that's going to be in demand whenever uh, he's able to interview for head coaching positions. And uh, there's obviously others as well. Bobby Slowick there, the offensive coordinator in Houston. But for the most part, I think that this cycle of coaches is really going to come down to guys that look and represent like AP does. And what I mean by that is guys that connect with their players and can get the most out of them and, you know, really motivate them and lead them and have a really good, strong staff around them 
as well. So thanks so much for the call. I do appreciate you. Up next, got a text from Steve-O in L.A. So what's up, Q? It's Steve-O from Los Angeles. Hire AP as head coach. Hire PG as defensive coordinator. Hire Champer Ed Dodds as GM. Change the offensive scheme. Go back to running a West Coast offense like we did with Gruden. Invest in the offensive line and trade up for a quarterback. I hate to say it, but the Chargers are a lucrative job because they have a franchise quarterback. We don't have that, and we're not willing to tank. If we want to be a lucrative job, we need to invest in a quarterback. That's Steve-O in L.A. Thanks for the text. I appreciate you. And, yeah, I'm good with that. AP, uh, you know, PG as a defensive coordinator, you know, he's he's already that. Hopefully the Raiders are able to keep him in place. Uh, Champ, I would love to see him get the GM job, and I think the Ed Dodds would be fantastic as a head of football operations. Uh, he's been an assistant GM with the Colts, so he kind of knows what it looks like and been like. He could be the go-between uh, between Champ Kelly and, and Mark Davis, kind of be that guy that, you know, is the – is the guy who directly res- reports to to uh, Mark Davis more times than not, you know, and just be that guy and, and el- also help guide Champ Kelly, a guy that's already been there, done that, and that's a nice promotion for him. I would love to see it shake out like that. I think that's a lot of creative minds in the Raiders' front office. Uh, as far as the offensive scheme, of course, the report is out that Cliff Kingsbury would be a guy that is a uh, leader in the clubhouse for the offensive coordinator position. If AP gets it, I'd be okay with that. You know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a, a West Coast scheme. I think if Cliff Kingsbury comes in and you go and get that dynamic quarterback, like you said, trade up to go get it, I, I say you do whatever you have to do to get a quarterback. I, I don't care what you have to give up, and I've never been that guy. I've always wanted to kind of protect the draft capital, but you're right. You've got to have that franchise quarterback. Whatever the case may be, whatever it takes to get it done, just get it done. Bite the bullet and make it happen. If it takes three first-round picks, then so be it. It takes three first-round picks. Hit on your other picks. Right, I mean, it's just it's just that simple. The Rams do it. The Rams haven't had a first round pick in forever, but they get a lot of talent out of later rounds. So you know, if you're if your your scouts are doing their job, your front office guys are doing their job, you can find talent outside of the first round. So uh, you got to go get your quarterback, though. You 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 have to have it. You know, Derek Carr did a really good job, in my opinion, for nine years. Uh, he he made that position. He sustained that quarterback position when it was a, a turnstile for the longest. Uh, but now the Raiders need more. Right, Jimmy G clearly was not it. I think Aiden O'Connell has done a good job, but I think the Raiders need more. Right, you know, you 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 need you need more than above average. I think you need dynamic, especially in the AFC with all the talented quarterbacks that are going to be, uh, you know, that are going to be in the league for a long time, including C.J. Stroud. Right, whenever I talk about the quarterbacks in the AFC, I always talk about Mahomes and Herbert and Lamar and Burrow and Allen and Tua. Let's not forget about C.J. Stroud. I know he's a rookie, but man. This guy's already got the, the, the Texans in the divisional round of the playoffs. Like, think about that, right? And, and then, of course, there's other quarterbacks that are going to, you know, emerge as well. So you've got to be able to keep up. You've got to be able to compete with those type of dudes. So I think that there's no doubt about it. You've got to do whatever it takes to go into the draft and get your guy. Thanks so much for that text. I do appreciate you. Uh, I don't think I have enough time for Zane in Houston. Matter of fact, I don't. I'll just go ahead and hold on to the Zanes. I don't want to go overtime. Uh, Zane in Houston, I'll get to your call tomorrow. Also, Kyle in Utah, we'll get to your text. We'll get to more. Maybe we'll have an announcement on uh, who the GM's going to be. Again, the the first real official outside of the building head coach uh, interview is going to happen today with Leslie Frazier, depending on what time you're listening to this. It might have already happened. Uh, also, on my radio show today, former wide receiver, longtime wide receiver in the NFL, TJ Hujmanzada is going to be on the show talking all things Antonio Pierce. I'm anticipating that to be a really good conversation. If it is, like I do believe it is, I'll definitely bring it to the show, to the podcast tomorrow. So uh, looking forward to that. That's going to be a really good, uh, like I said, conversation. He knows Antonio Pierce really well, was on the, the 
Long Beach Poly staff with him. Uh, so he, kn- he knows his coaching style, just knows all the ins and outs about him. So we'll talk to him on my radio show, Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. I believe 2.30 Pacific time is when he'll join the show. So until tomorrow, Radio Nation, take care of yourself, take care of your family, love on your family. Most importantly, as always, just win, baby.